back to another episode of Life and Pinstripes. I'm TJ Stolzenberg. I'm James Yevon. And this is episode number 32. Elston Howard. Yeah, a little throwback there. Usually we have current players, but we're going old school on that y- one. Yes. For those way, of you... Way back. I didn't even... I don't want to lie. I'm a Yankee fan, but I didn't... Elston Howard who... I wasn't sure of exactly who he was. Well, think of it where he played. He played in the 50s and 60s where none of us were born yet, dude. I was negative 40. But I learned a little bit about him. The man was the first African-American Yankee. Yep. So that's pretty astounding. 1955, suited up. How about them apples? And also, the man could play. Had a career batting average of 274. That's pretty good for a catcher. Had 167 homers. Solid. 762 RBIs. Solid. 1963 MVP, 63-64 Gold Glove, 12-time All-Star, and has six, count them, six World Series rings. Because that will do it if you play for the New York Yankees. Yeah, basically. And he also coached the Yankees from like 69 to like 79. 79, yeah, but then declining health pretty much took him out of the... uh, out of the ordeal. Out of the ordeal. The ordeal. You know what's funny? We didn't mention how, uh, you remember how I was on the right side and you were on the left side? Oh, last week? Was that yeah, that? That was last week, yeah. We went with the oppo endo because I have the I have the cut in my hair and I want people to see it, you know? Yeah, and I was disgusted to be on the right <laughs> side. You're quaffed. Did my quaff did not fit on the right you side. You only have a one-way quaffed? Pretty much. Well, you can see it right now. Well, it's perfect because those bangs are blocking your view of... While we're doing this episode, game D of the Yankees ALCS against the Astros is currently playing on the screen. Right now as uh, as a base hit just dropped in by uh, Michael Brantley. (laughs) So if random reactions happen, it's currently 1-0 Houston in the bottom of the third. And Paxton is just fighting to kind of stay in the echelon of Verlander. But... We know we have a big test ahead of us with Verlander and tomorrow. Yeah, and Garrett Cole and the at next Yankee game. Stadium. Yeah, Garrett Cole, that guy. Sheesh. So, not an easy task for us. Yeah, so game one was kind of a big deal. And, gotta say, couldn't be more happy with how game one went. 7 nothing. For those you didn't know, yeah, 7 nothing. And the little highlight reel would be Masahiro Tanaka pitching like a postseason hero like the hero that Masahiro is and uh he had a little backup hero his name is uh Gleba Day Gleba Torres who would have thought we've been saying it all year the man is 22 years old but he plays like a veteran he in his post-game interview he always talks about his planning his his tactics he is precise he has an idea of what he's doing when he comes to the plate he loves to hit with guys on base. Oh, yeah. And that's a sign of a great hitter. Somebody that is riled up and hones in in the big moments. And had three hits. Granted, one of them was a home run. And he had a double. And a little dink. Oh. Bloop and that, single. And that bloop single came with the bases loaded. So that was huge. And extended our lead from three to five at the moment. But nonetheless, liked what we saw in game one. Across the board. Now... What were some of the negatives you saw in game one before the Tanaka thing? Uh, say, that was my that was my negative then thing. Let's, then let's talk about it. All right, Masayoshi Tanaka. He let he threw sixty eight pitches through six innings, which is not a lot. At that all. is not a lot of pitches. Yes, I understand you want your bullpen arms to get a little bit of a little bit of action, but yeah. he's thrown sixty eight pitches. Why would you take him out? And the BS reason now. 
Granted, Boone's been doing a good job all year of dealing with injuries he is and done, pitching. He's done phenomenal this phenomenal. season so far. I yeah. do have to admit that. But I completely disagreed with the idea of take. Oh, God. There's and there's another, another base hit by oh Altuve. Now it's right. first and second. First and second one out. We could possibly get a double play. Back to what we were saying. Back to what we were saying. Masahiro Tanaka was pitching lights out. Literally, no one made solid contact off of him the entire game. Uh-oh. Aaron Boone's coming out. Oh, God. Boone's taking out. Is he taking him out? Yeah, he has to. The, uh, yeah, if, then, the, if the skipper's coming out, he's coming out. Oh, but Yeah, oh. Say, he's singling the righty. I'm Chad sure, Green's I'm coming sure in. I'm sure going to be Chad Green. Oh, that's disappointing. You wow. want him. You kind of want him to do well. Yeah, but he'd have to work out of another jam sauce. Yeah. Anywho, back to Tanaka. We're a little upset. He got pulled. Now, here's the thing. We were, had a we had a tight lead. It was only 3 nothing, and then, yes, it became 5 nothing. But still, why? Why give the other team any positive energy? The point is, Tanaka was unhittable. And the very last person he faced, he struck him out. Not to mention, he had, I think it was a 1-2-3-6th inning, too. So he literally, right. he literally showed no signs of slowing down. Zero signs soon. of fatigue. And that was the crap reason. I just wish Boom would just come out and say it, the real reason. Maybe he doesn't want to reveal the real reason because of his tactics are secretive and whatever. Unless, he's being, unless he's being saved for a particular reason, like yeah. a game four, game yeah. five. Maybe since we're not very long in starting pitching, like Paxton being pulled in the third just now, maybe that's what's going on. Maybe there's a sign he's going to be pay, play game four and hopefully game seven. Maybe he's going to be a piggyback rider. Yeah, so we'll see. But... That is the only thing that made sense to me, and of course he's not going to say that. He said some aloof thing like, "Oh, he was he was he was getting tired there. There was a few pitches that were." You do not get tired after sixty-eight pitches if you've thrown six innings. Yeah, especially if it's a one-hit gem. Yeah. So nonetheless, I know that was a BS reason there in Boone, but you keep the real reason to yourself. I just thought, why? You know, granted, some of our bullpen arms haven't seen much action because we've been winning the entire playoffs. We also haven't played since Monday, like yeah. I said. So, you know, I uh, by the way, thank Shake you. a little rust. Maybe. Thank you for showing up, Minnesota Twins. Hey. I know, bud. We are humble. We are, we are humble, bud. History repeated itself. Again and again and again. And of course, we're against the Minnesota Twins. And it's really annoying that they took the home run uh a whole team total away from us just at the end there. Yeah. They had 307 and we, we had 306. But you know what? It doesn't matter it's how like, many home runs you hit. It's all about how far you get into October. Yeah. And let's just say this. Not only did we beat the Twins, we destroyed them. And I honestly kind of feel bad for them. Yeah. You know, they had no positivity. And then they lose game three at their home turf. They didn't even get to have a second game at home. They had bases loaded. Nobody out. Oh, and our boy Severino, the first real test. That was good. That was good That was beautiful. See. He got a pop-up like high in the air. And yep. then he got two strikeouts after that. that and was great. he got fired up after that. And, that. and that just that was his kind of turning the page of having the past still there. Kind of fresh in his mind. As much as he wants to say... I don't remember what happened. That's That was a go. That was times ago. Now, he still carried that with him. And guess what? He worked into damage with bases loaded, nobody out. And he worked out of damage. There was a lot of times he got himself into trouble, but he was able to get out without and zero and runs. being a young, strong arm that he is, and the young mind, he played like a veteran. He stayed calm. 
and then he also got fired up and I did love it. it. Did the job. Love it. So he's gonna be big in uh, Game Three against Cole. So we're gonna see. That's gonna be a fun pitching matchup. Yeah, at Yankee Woo. Stadium, nonetheless, with our with uh, our fans. Let's yeah. see what happens. I mean, because the odds of like right now, we are in the third inning with only one out, and the Astros have first and second, and Verlander is on the mound for them. We have. Chad Green in already. So we're going to see some arms of all kinds come from the Yankees facing Verlander. I know. It's like, so the oh. odds are slightly against us right slightly, now. Slightly, but you know what? You got to stay positive. It's yep. only one nothing. It could have been a lot worse. Yep. And you would have had to score to win anyway. So one course, run ain't yeah. nothing. But, but that, one run against Verlander, that's not a very easy task. Ooh, that was a good one. That does add the sauce to the pot for the next game at uh, Yankee Stadium with Sevy. But... A lot of good things to like about Game 1, but as professionals are... That was yesterday. Let's focus on today. Exactly. And we got to focus on now. Right now, the pot is hot. With Bregman, an MVP candidate against Chad Green. <laughs> he has an 0-2 count already. The kettle is steaming, and it could teeter at any moment because... Oh, Anything could change. Oh, uh, a one-run lead... With Verlander, it's sometimes enough. It feels like it's like a 10 nothing lead. Yeah, hopefully. So that's why we don't need it to go 2, 3, 4. If it goes past 3, I hate to say it, that's probably plenty for Verlander. But uh, we still have hopes. So this is, this is a big moment already in the third inning. And that's the thing with Paxton. When we were talking a couple episodes ago about who you're going to go with in the game... It actually, oh boy. Yeah. Oh, no, into the glove. Yes, get up, get up, throw the go. ball, throw the ball. Yeah, yeah, okay, all right, all right. All right, right. into it. Better way back to Paxton. So Cameron Maben just made a nice little sliding, awkward catch in the gap. Because I thought it was, first of all, I looked thought like two, a double. I thought two runs were going to score. Looked like right a double, there. looked like two runs were about but to But anyway, now it's an out, so there's two outs. We talked about who was going to be going. Now, maybe they were looking ahead and looking at the Twinkies and being like, eh, we, gotta beat the, we can beat the Twinkies here, here we go. So maybe it was this series, because this series, I was happy to have Tanaka going in Game 1. I liked Paxton starting Game 2. Not that I'm trying to throw it away to Verlander, but it's just saying, like, hey. Uh, <laughs> it's a, it's It seems like a little bit of an unfair let's, matchup. Let's save uh, Severino for, because that's crazy. Cole's even pitching better than Verlander, and that's. I think Sevy with the support. With the fans in the background, I think yeah he will be able to have a good performance. Yeah, especially they need Cole. a good performance against Garrett Cole. Yeah, and uh, we do have a lot of righties in our lineup, so maybe Garrett Cole could uh, I don't know not be Garrett Cole for a minute. Buzz off, <laughs> buzz off. Guys. But anyway, but yes. Yeah, so a lot of things to like about Game One, Game Two. We're in a little hot water right here. And, oh, and a pop up. And there's a pop dink. up. Come on, Didi, pop get up. there, get there. Yeah. yeah. All right, Chad all right, Green right. comes in, throws five pitches, and gets two outs. That's how you do it, Chad. Throw gas, get dinks, get ball caught. Good job. All right. one nothing. we're heading to the top of the fourth. Yes, with uh, back to the top of the lineup with LeMahieu, Judge, and uh, Gleba. Oh, and that was the other thing, because you reminded me by Verlander facing the minimum. Yeah. Masahiro Tanaka getting two double plays yesterday. It was the first time the Astros had faced the minimum after six innings since, like, the previous year facing Texas or something like that. I just gave you such a random stat that was nowhere near correct. But the point was, when do the Houston Astros have the minimum with that lineup that they have? Literally, they're f- literally one through nine is stacked. Yeah, yeah. Almost, stacked. Almost as seven. And I'm pretty sure their, their nine hitter way. was like the first hit, I think. Uh, Eight or nine hitters. 
That, that today's race, game or yesterday? No, in yesterday's game. Oh, yes. Oh, it was Kyle Tucker. Tucker. The number eight hitter. That guy. Yeah, so the point being, a lot of big moments in pendulum swinging, momentum, and Bregman getting picked off first by Aaron Judge. Oh, that was beautiful, by the nice way. Nice line drive hit to right. Judge makes a good catch. Can't really plant his feet, but throws an 88-mile-an-hour fastball on one hop to DJ playing a good first base. All say is, <clears throat> give him the gold glove already. For God's sake. For God's sake. Look at what he's done! Yeah, and if anything was in question, that was a strike thrown right on the dot to DJ. And oh, yeah. And he scooped it, too, nonetheless. Like and that. DJ playing first like he's been doing it his whole life. And he had another big scoop on the other double play that came at a very key moment. Oh, yeah. the Was it the seventh inning? That one? Yeah. After the miscommunication, yeah, it was the seventh inning. Yeah, yeah, Adovino Adovino got the double play ball. Little dribbler that goes through where both miscommunications. Everyone was like, "Do like, not get this momentum shifting you're towards gonna, Houston." No, you're gonna get it. And then it was first and third with one, one out, and, and then... Bregman was up. The double play came at that moment. Defense was like, "Oh, we're not letting this go through a second time." Ball was thrown a little hard and low, but DJ made a great scoop at first, and it was a very clutch double play, and any time that momentum almost came knocking, it swung back the Yankees' way. So, let's be honest. I was a little bit nervous with having LeMahieu at first, because I know he had a little bit of trouble there, but I did think about it. You know, I thought about it a little bit, but you know what? The fact that I've watched him all year, just be a consummate professional. He just, he doesn't ever react. You ever realize that? Like he, yeah. he, like Buck Showalter said in pregame, he never really says what he's gonna do. He just goes and does it. No, he doesn't bitch and complain. He do, he goes out. He does his job. He does a phenomenal job. Yeah, pretty much ninety eight percent of the time. Yeah, and wherever you put him, second, third, even if you well, this was short, the way. This was he's the gotten way, the job done all year. This was pretty much the way if you wanted to get Urshela, Didi, and uh, right. Torres. In the infield. Yep. And guess what? He's a team player like he's been all year. And speaking of DJ, he's up. And he, he just... takes a really loopy curveball that's high for strike one. But another interesting fact, they were talking about DJ yesterday and his kind of lack of respect for the, the hitting title he had out when he was in Colorado. People giving a, it to the altitude he's in. Oh, you know, the ball sails or whatever. That was kind of like one of the reasons why he got the contract when he did when he came with the Yankees. Because yeah, the, they were just unsure of what he, his hitting was going to be like when he contract, left Coors Field. The ladies and gentlemen, was just two years, $24 million. That is a bargain for what he's been doing. And exactly. And is. his numbers is probably a lot better than Bryce Harper, Ooh. who's right now just sitting on his on his ass on the couch saying, why wasn't I on the Nationals? Yeah. And speaking of which, it's strange that in the National League, the Washington Nationals yes. are... And here's the story. If y'all aren't following the National League, because I don't think anybody really does... <laughs> no, because the uh, powerhouse teams of the National League somehow... We're pretty much watching the World Series here between the Yankees and Astros. Whoever wins this is probably... But, you know, gotta yeah. win every game, gotta win every game. But we're, we're gonna say this. The National League, the Washington Nationals won that wild card game. If you remember, there was a single hit to right field that was supposed to just tie the game. Courtesy of one Soto and then a little a little misplay, a little miscue, a little error gets the winning run in, uh, eventually the winning run, and that was the ball game. Nationals were an error away from not winning the wild card game. Now they are up two games to none against the Cardinals. The- 
I did not expect that, by the way. That's the thing about the National League. Like, how different is that? Because you knew, in your heart of hearts, Yankees and Astros are going to be in the ALCS. Oh, yeah. Everyone knew. I, like, literally, as soon as that, Yankees and Astros are going to be in the ALCS. And everyone thought it was going to be the Braves and the Dodgers in the NLCS. It's just... I Which would have been awesome. And that's what you expect, but that's the thing about the National League, and that's like, even if the... Dodgers or Braves made it to the next stop. You want to talk about a choke job between those two teams. Look yeah. what happened. And like like that's like disappointing. The metaphor of Clayton Kershaw, he has like a 7 and 7 before this off this postseason. <laughs> he was a 500 pitcher in the postseason, but the stat that really is killer, he's above 4 ERA. Now, it got even worse this postseason. Definitely, especially in the eighth inning when he DJ uh, drew a walk by the way. Ayo. Man off first, nobody out. But anyway, um Clayton Kershaw comes in with a 3-1 to one lead in Game 5. You know, you figure your spirits are high. Mm-hmm. We're probably going to win this game. Gives up back-to-back home runs. Yikes. Makes it 3-3. Three to three. Yikes. And then that was it for Kershaw. And everyone keeps on saying about what's going to happen with the Dodgers. Who's the fault on this? Is it Kershaw? Is it Dave Roberts? Is it the team? What is it? I don't know because you got your guy who got you there over the years, but still, baseball still... is a very now sport. What's happening right now? And oh, oh and judge, what happened right now? Judge just... judge flat foul out foul ball. Foul okay, ball. but the, the point is the national. It's just like it's a house of cards. It's weak. Like you're like okay, well I'm expecting maybe the Brewers to do something or oh, this is a good team. That's a good, but anybody could kind of beat anybody. It's a 52 card pickup. You have no idea which card you're picking up, and it could have been anybody, the Cardinals or the Nationals or whoever. But in the AL, it was either the Yankees and Astros or the Rays and the Twins. And I'm not saying anything against those two teams. Yeah. Judge hit a ball oh, very yeah. well. Right. They're good. Yes. <laughs> Run by Aaron. Let's go. Some damage against Verlander. That was all oh. first hit of the game. Yes. Yes. Oh man, Severino going bonkers on the top step. Not gonna lie, did not expect that. No, man. Wow. Yes. What a big punch. Woo! And that's more testament to Paxton getting out of that inning and Chad Green getting out of that next inning. We're beating Verlander right now, 2-1, to one, ladies and germs, and it's the top of the fourth. And I'm glad that we got that, by the way. And wow, we got a whole bullpen ahead of us. Here we go. Wow. A.A.Ron took us, what I saw in my perif, by the way, was a slider. Now, he's been having trouble with that slider away. He's swinging over the top of it. All, well, he struck all, out, all I think he struck out on the slider on the first at bat. And in all series, he's been swinging and missing at that slider. But, nonetheless, he hit this one. And a far away it went. Did that the dead center, close to right center, close into the bullpen? I believe That's how it you was. know it took flight. The ball is kind of probably. It was just right kept on going and, and going it and just, going. It's got that backspin going up. But anyway, two to one. All right. I'm smiling now. Yes. Yeah, we're we, we, not gonna lie. We can probably both admit we did not expect that. We're like gnawing I at thought our teeth. Gonna, I thought we were gonna get shut out. Not gonna we're, lie. We're, Ooh. we're gnawing at our teeth for just to get one run across. Labor, let alone just two. Fouled off. Something Here it is. Here's the replay. And, yeah, it was a fastball. Oh, oh, no, no, that was a foul, foul ball. ball. Yeah, yeah. This <laughs> yeah, is the slider. It was the slider. Caught a little too much of the plate. Right down Broadway, and, and he just he crushed got it. it. He got it. 
Let's go, baby. We are your top baseball announcer. Yes. That's <laughs> right now. That was funny. We both were like, oh, it was a fastball. Oh, yeah. no, that no, was no, a replay. No, because it was the fa- <laughs> no, because it was the foul ball that he fouled They off. showed the foul and ball. And then he got the slider instead, which went right down Broadway, and see you later. Yeah, that was nice. And that's what you want to do with a pitch like that. It's an 88-mile-an-hour slider coming in from Verlander. This ain't no, like, cheesy one. This guy's got such deception and such a strong slider. You hit that the opposite way, you see it deep, and then you try to hit that 95-mile-an-hour fastball square. But J- Justin Verlander woo! is the definition. He ages fine like wine. Yeah. Think of it that oh, yeah. way. He's gotten so much better as he's gotten older, and now I think because he's on the Astros and not the Tigers, who yeah. aren't going anywhere, he's actually it gives him a boost of confidence to actually be, to be a veteran and to be a leader. Absolutely. And on top of that, this is where you find out what kind of man he is, and we already do know. But when you give up a home run like that, when you are cruising, especially when you haven't given up a hit yet, now you're down 2-1. Verlander, he's been here before. Let's see how he reacts. He's got our best hitter right now, Glaber Torres, down 1-2. But baby Glaber. Let's see what he does. All game, he has been perfectly hitting the top of the strike zone with his first pitch fastball. So if any Yankee hitter is trying to be aggressive, it's just too high to hit it square. Yeah, it's pretty much been like like a little bit high, like... Like, like, if, like you see, if you watch the game, like there's that line in the right batter's box on that line pretty much to every batter. So nobody can square it up. And then when he goes and throws that slider, it starts right at the letters, and it dips down and away fast. It's an 88-mile-an-hour slider. Tanaka's fastball yesterday was 90. So it tells you how much speed and how much little time you have to hit a ball moving that much. Ooh. And Glaber hits right the ball field. right there. Right to your ex-teammate. Georgie. Georgie. Georgie Porgy putting in pie. Okay. Well. That's also another thing I want to talk about. Plate discipline. Has actually been pretty good yes. in the first five postseason games. Yes. Now, we, we did bring this up uh, pre-podcast. Yes. The two people that have not really had the plate discipline. Yesterday... Uh, Known for his discipline, Edwin Encarnacion. No, it was like swinging. It's like the tail of kind of like two different series because he came out swinging in the division he was swinging, series. But he came out swinging it yesterday, and it was like constant slider alone away, slider alone away, slider alone away. And, and he, you didn't see the adjustment. He was still early, 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 and eventually he'd swing and miss. Speaking of Edwin, he's up right now. He's up. Let's see if he can do something. It's like we're. It's like we know which batters is coming up. Telling their story. And then there's Brett Gardner, who watched a couple pitches right down the middle. And that's just a sign of... That was very uh, Luke Voigt-esque for a second. He's in his head a little much. Brett Gardner normally has a good eye at the plate. Uh, but what we saw can always be washed away with one good at bat. Yeah, Ooh. And there's yeah a, he just yeah. went for Edwin, cheese right Edwin there. just swung at the ball at his eyes. Nonetheless, other than those two, a lot of plate discipline across the board, including someone I'm proud of, Giancarlo... First of all, those haters out there really need to shut up. Well, here's the thing. I'm definitely pumped that he got a home run in a clutch moment. I'm pumped that Finally. he doesn't strike out in every at-bat, by the way. And Edwin just struck out on a slider alone away. Like I said. Deja so, vu. But Giancarlo finally kind of had his like, little Yankee moment where he's like, all right, he's in the swing of things. He had a good big home run to extend our lead and kind of gave us a little breathing room. And that was great. Now, the thing that kind of ticks me off is, dude, you played 18 games in the regular season, and your quad is tight, and he's out of Game 2 lineup. 
Why is it that every time he has an awesome moment, he somehow gets injured, like, yeah. two hours later? He's, like, made of toothpicks or something. Like, like, seriously, like, what the hell? Like, okay, so I get it. He did get taken out of the game, I believe, in the 7th or 8th. Defensive replacement, Cameron See, Mayden. that's what I thought that was. I didn't realize... I'm pretty sure it was that. I didn't realize... He possibly he got injured. But what did he do? Did like, he did he like celebrate too much last night? Is no, that, I think is um, that the real reason? I think I read something that um, was it when he was running down the first. He kind of like tweaked something, but somehow still stayed in the game though. Oh, that's the beautiful thing about the AL. You can have him DH maybe. I don't know, but maybe. Then you have but to still have, though, you, you kind of Edwin plays on. You lose a you lose a powerful bat though, especially yeah. especially since, when he's finding himself with plate discipline. He's getting he's getting hot though, and that's a scary thing. And the key to him was. All last year, he was pressing too hard to he be would, a Yankee. He, he wanted to be a Yankee. He wanted to to be the hero. He wanted those fans to not boo him every at bat. You know, it's hard to go from being a Miami Marlin and dominating when you have no other teammates, and then to be a big fish in a big pond. He wanted to prove, hey, I'm worth the money. I'm worth what you guys gave me. And he he pushed a little too much. He pressed. He, He's a little always bad. early. You on couldn't stuff. help but feel bad. Everyone kept on comparing. Yeah, exactly. Because I and we as Yankee fans, we're the type to feel bad. We want to see him. We never boo. We won't boo a team. No. Either. We'll boo someone if they don't run something out. If they don't do something no. right like that. But I won't boo a guy wanting something. I, so, it's like you know. It's like everyone. Was comparing Giancarlo to A Rod, someone with a ton of money and expectations through the roof, and he doesn't fulfill those expectations. Right. Like they want him to homer every at bat. Right. That's not how that works. That's and not how the game of baseball is played. His stat line wasn't that bad. And yeah, he played 18 games this year, but he's had in those 18 games and this postseason, his at bats have been much more disciplined. He is not swinging. He's at not that chasing. He's not chasing. The low and away slider that dips out of the zone. He swung at that too much the previous year, pressing too much. He lets it go. He makes them pitch to him in the zone, and when he makes contact, that ball goes far, very far. So, and yesterday he hit a beautiful ball to. Oppo Taco, yep. center field and had into that, the bu- into the bullpen and had that missed. As soon as that went over the wall, I was jacked. There's so there's so much to talk about. Like, yeah. like goodness, it gets exciting. It is. And yesterday, so the time of day I'm watching and uh, I'm trying to explain the game of baseball to my girl. She's Brazilian and she doesn't know baseball at all. And I just realized explaining baseball t- is actually not that easy. No, try it. You know it is because we're diehard baseball. Oh no, fans. of course. No, but even like explaining football was like slightly easier. I was like, okay, you get four tries to, to get, get this tenure. much space because it, it's a mental game. That's but what it is. Baseball, like, like I'm, you know, there's no way I'm even describing the mental aspects, the chess matches. Because the funny thing was, I just had to start with balls and strikes with her. She's asking me what's that square on the screen. I'm like, okay, so if the pitcher throws the, what's the pitcher? I'm like, oh, it's the guy throwing the ball. Um, she's like, who's that? I'm like, okay, all right, it's this guy. And th- when I find to describe the ball inside the square, then it'd be like a foul ball. She's like, well, how come that's not the third strike? I'm like, okay, uh, that's because a good I, question. Like, how do I answer that? Because okay. it's like you're keeping it's yourself like, alive, pretty much. Right. That's, how, that's why. Like, but, why? But what does that mean to somebody who doesn't know what that means? You know what I mean? Like uh, to, a, to a baseball. Oh, that's actually tough. And then here's the other thing. When I said if the ball is outside the square, it's called a ball. And if you get four balls, you get to walk to first base. I don't know. And she's you... like, yeah, it's a ball. 
I'm like, no, not what it is. No, it's called ball. a ball. It's called a ball. The ball, <laughs> if the thing is not in the strike zone, like yeah, if but the it, pitch is up, but, that's a ball. But saying it over and over to her, it I made it realize like baseball is not easy to explain to somebody. Oh, like, yeah, no, no idea what's going on. Oh, yeah, on. no, no, no. It, it is actually very tough. Because think about the sentence alone. Like, okay, she's like, I know he threw the ball, but it wasn't in the square. I'm like, yeah, so it's called a ball. It's called a ball. She's I like, don't know. Why is a ball not called a ball if it's in the square? I'm like, why don't you? Crap, why don't you? This is blowing my mind. Why don't you ask the, 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 the baseball creators who did that? But I also think of a. Uh, you ever watch Bull Durham? Yes. You throw the ball, you catch the ball. You hit the ball. That is it. Plain and simple. <laughs> and that is what good baseball players do. They just keep it simple. They don't let their mind go crazy. But I did have a great time explaining it to her. And God bless her. She made it through the first inning. And she was watching. And she was asking questions. What was that? What was this? When a ball was hit on the ground and they turned that double play, I was like, okay, so yeah. The guy on first base was going to second. So we threw the ball there first. And then we still got it to first before the runner got there. And she's like, oh, seeing a light bulb pop was, it was, it was adorable. And then she passed out in the third inning. And I was like, all right, you did your part. Good it's job. Okay. It's okay. You were texting me the whole time. I was. Because <laughs> I literally, so I had my left arm here yeah. and my right arm was on my phone. And when Giancarlo hit that home run, yeah. I was just right fist in the air. <laughs> like, and I was internally screaming. Oh, yeah. I'm, that's impossible, by the way. Like it wasn't like I just did. Was it? I was. Was it? I remember when um when Didi hit that grand slam in game Ooh, two. Yeah. I was screaming on the top of my lungs like because I couldn't believe it. And it was so much extra special because with him he's been struggling. Yeah, it's like you want everyone wanted him benched, and you're like saying to yourself, why the hell do you want him benched? And then he does something like that. Yeah, you're like, thank the Lord for that happening. And it makes us complete from head to toe, from one to nine in the lineup. We are. Savages. The beloved savages. Our beloved savages. And that kind of sounds like an oxymoron, by the way, because savages is not really beloved. Right, it's not like a lovable thing, but that's why we are savages. We're savages in that box. Courtesy of Aaron Boone, 2019. And I want to say we appreciate and thank Clovercrest Media Media. Group. Yes. You are our guys. We are your guys. We uh, thank you for... uh, as Being our always. guys, and uh, we are here at the end of our uh, our podcast. So can you believe it? We've been doing this for thirty minutes. I feel like we've been talking nah, about just this started. for like two hours. We just started, but nonetheless, tell them where they can find us. My you man. can find us on Twitter at Life Pinstripes, Instagram Life and Pinstripes podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Yeah, so much. We're out there. Our podcast is, and also out you there. can find us on. The YouTube. And you know what's a good idea? What's Even it? if you don't want to like watch the whole thing, just uh, you know, fast forward to the middle and just let it go. Just yeah, let, it hence play, the reason- let it play in the background. Yes, hence the reason why we have that little uh, description on the bottom, like right near where the uh, drama-free zone is. You can read what part's being talked about. So for those who are not interested so much in the Yankees talk and you want to hear our life drama interessante talk, just then go look skip at our ahead, pre- Skip ahead. Skip ahead. Or look else. at our previous episodes. Because we want those who are... Listening to all sorts of things in life to know we talk more than just baseball. But in this episode, it was just baseball. Well, it's October baseball, the best nerve-wracking 
Ang- anxious, Ted. excitement, tense, awesomeness. All of the other things right now, as you probably saw in our reaction after Judge hit that two run. Oh, yeah. Monster shot. So we'll be leaving you now, and we're leaving the Yankees. They are up two to one. It's the bottom, bottom of the fourth. fourth. One out, 0 2 count on Carlos Correa, and yeah, Chad that's... Green is still pitching. Yep, and he's uh, looks like he's doing pretty well right now. Yeah, so we'll hopefully keep that Ew, going. And I'm scared to face that starter in game three. They're showing Garrett Cole right now. 15 two thirds innings, 25 he's strikeouts slug- against the A. Against the race. He's just a slumbering, like, assassin waiting to he know, slit he our throats. He knows he wants to do that. But bro. he's got to do it in Yankee Stadium. We got dodge the arrows. Against Severino. Sevy. So hopefully we'll sever that stuff from happening. Yes. <laughs> we hope you liked our reactions, by the way. We hope you liked our reactions. Remember, comment, ask questions, send some stuff. and Like, we'll, download, subscribe. Yeah. We'll, you know. We'll bring you up on the air next time if you we'll, uh, leave us a little something. We'll, something. we'll show you a little bit of a little love from James and TJ. Yeah. Here. So... Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. And uh, never forget to rock Rock and and or roll. roll.